Welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford alongside Noah Russo. How you doing this week, buddy? I am well. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I'm feeling better this week, coughing a lot less, which is nice, and will hopefully result in better audio for this week's episode. That added a solid soundtrack, though. Oh, man. It was, there was a couple times, like, I think you'd see it, like, we are recording, and I was, like, battling it hard. I was like, I might just, like, pass out here. 100%. But we do it for the loyal listeners. That's why we do it. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, it wasn't really a busy week. There's no hockey on. Um, I did, I did, actually, I went to a hockey game uh, yesterday. I did, too. I went to one today, too. Oh, who did you go see? Uh, I saw the Hitmen play Edmonton yesterday, and I saw them play Moose Jaw today. Okay. Yeah. Two Hitmen regulation losses, so that's not good for playoffs, but who knows? Yeah. Is uh, as they say, the uh, their destiny is in their hands. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. No, I went to see the uh, Niagara Ice Dogs versus the Kitchener Rangers. Oh, very good. Uh, that Ice Dogs team, not looking too hot. Really? I I checked it after the game. They have nine wins this year. They're dead last in the O. Fun fact, I don't know if you uh, you must have seen this. I don't know if you call this, but they are bidding to host the Memorial Cup next season. Niagara? Niagara. Oh, good for them. They might want to fix they might want to get some new players for that. <laughs> but to, in absolute fairness to them though, they do they have a promotion at the Ice Dogs games where if they score in the last minute, you get a Wendy's cheeseburger. That I have yet to find a better promotion. And they scored with six seconds left to lose only six to five. Oh, that's <laughs> and, awesome. You got a cheeseburger. Yeah, and because I got five goals, they also had uh you got fries from Arby's, but Arby's is too far away from my house. And you wanted to know what? Like Wendy's cheeseburgers aren't like the cheapest burger out there, right? So we, I looked when they were doing the promo today, it was six dollars. Yeah. So it's like And you know there's no minimum purchase if I remember correct. No, you don't need to buy anything. I did no. though, because I was already there. Well, I know. which is why they do the and that, that's, that's kind of what they bank on right yeah yeah but but um but yeah so that was nice that was nice redeemed it a little bit that is very nice so yeah right. we both got some junior hockey action over the weekend that's cool yeah i mean like again like no nhl stuff going on well obviously it's the all-star game which we have to talk about uh i don't know how much of the festivities you call it Oh, are you frozen? Oh, no, it's frozen. Well, no, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I could hear you this entire time, but oh. you couldn't hear me. No, you, you were, were frozen. You were frozen. No, you were frozen. I hear you. 
I got the notification on my computer and it says the other person's Wi-Fi is no, shit no, right no. now. I pay for good Wi-Fi. I know for a fact it's not my Wi-Fi. It if can't anything, be me. I'm only sitting on the opposite side of the house from the router with like the cheapest Wi-Fi. So we'll just say it's neither of our faults. Anyways, the important thing is you're back. Um, yes, all star um, stuff. I caught about three seconds of the skills competitions, and a literal three seconds. Um, and then I caught about five minutes combined of the games yesterday. Okay. Okay. I caught so, most of so the skills. I have comp. some. I have some takes. All right. And I'm sure they will get debunked by either you or our listeners. But there was a lot to decipher in that five minutes and three seconds I watched. Okay. Lay it on me. And I'm sure like, you saw lots of stuff on social media too about what people yeah, are saying about yeah. it, right? We can start. I heard the skills competition was terrible. It was like, like my thought on it is like. I think it's really hard to do a good skills competition in general. Just as a league, right? Mm -hmm. I was a little confused by some things. Like, for example, um, we know that this event, it's primarily for for kids, right? And it's a lot of fun, right? You're trying to get them engaged and excited about the sport. And especially in a place like Florida where it's, you know, not the the primary sport there. Um, I think that's really great. But then they started off with like... David Posternock doing like a happy Gilmore thing. And then Mitch Marner doing like a Miami vice thing. And I'm like, those might be a little old references for, for yeah, kids. You know, I saw the Gilmore clip and even it took me a few seconds. Like when yeah. he, when he skated out, I was like, Oh, like, what is this? And then, I, and then you get it. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Adam Sandler. I was excited. That would have been funny. Yeah. It also, but, I think, it is tough because the players, they don't, like, they, like it's tough because they're, they're not the most personable athletes. And maybe you can clear this up for me. This whole golf event with Nick Suzuki, Jason Robertson, and... Clayton Keller. Who, was it Clayton Keller? Someone else was, was there, there, too. Fourth? Yeah, there must have been four, one of each division. Um were they just not part of the rest of it? No, they were. They filmed it like before. Oh, okay. Okay. So they filmed that before. And then they also had stuff on the beach where they were like hitting targets and there was a dunk tank and that was filmed before too. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Right. And I. Oh, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No, you go. You no, I was just going to bring up like it, it, it's interesting because the, the NFL All-Star game. Well, All-Star game. They call it's the Pro Bowl for them, but it's it's an All Star game. Um, that was going on this weekend as well, and they went with a radically different format than they usually. I also heard people hated that. I didn't like. I didn't hear great things. I I, I heard I a, lot a lot of people, of people saying, people, "I take back all the slander about the NHL All Star event." I I heard a lot of people say they didn't watch either. Yeah, and yeah, I mean part part of it like. The skills competition was always cool, but I feel like once you've seen the same events for so long that you get tired of it. 
and you're just kind of seeing it again, and it's just different players, and maybe they break a record, maybe they don't, but it's the same thing. And, like, I remember, like, I was much more into it when I was younger. That's just what, like, that's what it was. And you said it. It's, that's what it's geared for. Yeah, and I think, like, for me, like, they, they do try to do some different events. Like, they had the golf one. They had a different goalie one this year, right? They had the one where they were out at the, like, rink on the beach type thing. And I like those ideas. I think the execution could be better. Like, I think it, those events, they just took too long. Yeah. And they were also, like, not finishing off events. Like, they do, like, one round of, like, fastest skater. And then they do a bunch of other stuff. And then they go to the final of the fastest skater. And so it kind of was just, it felt really, I don't know what it was like, obviously, in the arena. But on TV, it just felt really jumpy. Like, it was just jumping back and forth between a lot of different things. Yeah, and that, that that's fair. And it's tough, right? You have different events and you have different setups to do and you don't have much time, really. And it must be a completely different experience to watch it in person and not get the television timeouts. Well, that's the thing too, right? You watch it on TV, you get, it's a lot of commercials. It's really long, right? The players, some of them you can tell just like don't want to be there or they just aren't big personalities right and right. there's a lot of just like really like cringy awkward stuff and so i imagine it's different being there because i'm sure they have like all they have all the festivities set up right like i'm sure it's it's it, it's, it's more of an event the, to be there i think you want to know what like it's the kind of thing that i wouldn't i would never go out of my way to watch it i mean now I, unless there was something really special I, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but if I was ever given an opportunity to assist it, to to attend in person, it's something I would do without even thinking about it. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Exactly. Now, my question, I have a question for you. Yes. Because we talked a lot about the All-Star Game in the last two episodes. If you were organizing the All-Star Game full control over the skills event and the game itself, what changes are you making? How are you make, How are you improving the event? I mean, I, I think I've said this before. I'd be fine with not having one and just having a like a, a team of the year or whatever. Um, but that being said, I, I think I'd go back to five on five, just one game. I, I like, or I'd do a different three on three. I just, I don't like, I'm not, I'm not a big, I, I just, I, doesn't mean anything it's hard for me to like come up with an idea to like change it that would make me more engaged without having it mean something well i think that's the key to me is like i think you need to incentivize Actually, it. i think i think you could for the skills competition i don't i don't think you can do it for the game just because for the game it's like it's it's good for guys to that's why i would go back to a five <clears> on five <throat> style for the games is because you don't want players to push themselves mm. in the game because they'd get injured. Like stuff would happen. You don't want that. You don't want a competitive aspect to the game, but I think you can create a very competitive aspect in the skills competition because there's no, like there wouldn't be a physical aspect or anything like that. If, if you made it mean a little more, made it mean, yeah, mean a little more. I, I think you could do that for the skills competition. I think that, 
the game, I would just have one game, five on five, just two, three 20-minute periods. Everyone have fun. I, I just thought of something, actually. All right, let's hear it. What if for the game, they put all the sticks in the middle? Oh, and then they just toss them like you do. Yeah, oh. yeah, like the ODR. Absolute logistical nightmare. You got to get well, like all you, the jerseys ready. Of, yeah, and you would have a pool of forwards and a pool of D and a pool of goalies, obviously. But I that like that would be cool. Like something like that. Like I I really like, liked when they had the draft. Yeah, because you got to like a bit actually, of bit. You got a bit of banter between the players, right? Yeah, and it's and, a non hockey. It's not hockey. Yeah, and also, like, right now, when you watch the All-Star game, obviously there's a little bit of movement. In the most part, you see a lot of guys playing with the same guys every year, right? Like, you're always going to see, like, Crosby and Ovi, right, on the same team. You're going to see McDavid, Dreisaitl, right? It's really predictable. I think if you introduced it, a draft component to it and you made it one game, five-on-five, five, conference versus conference. Not conference versus conference because you're just mixing no. up the teams. Yeah, because you okay. draft. Actually, okay, here's what I do. First of all... Would you have a captain on each conference? Yeah, captain from each conference. No minimum one player per NHL team. Because if you want to have an all-star, get better players. As long as the all-star game doesn't mean anything, I think you have to have a, a player from each team. No, it means something now. Okay. And my well, what's, what's the meaningless component? Cash. Oh, cash? It's they cash. Do that. More cash. More cash. Because well, I think from when you watch or, it, or the... you could or you could give Nick Suzuki free Chipotle for a year, even though there's not a single Chipotle in Montreal. I mean the guy travels for work. <laughs> but like like I can think of like one of the issues too you see with it is that like you can tell like when the players aren't trying. And I think you want them to try, but not too hard. Exactly. Like try, but in a non-risky way. And, now, and that's why that's why I'm okay with having them try for one night and not try for another. No, I want them to try for both. But I, I just I don't think you can get the players to try that much for the game. No, like just like I think at five on five, like you can make them try a little. Like it's fine. No hitting, but like make it fun. Okay. Like, like, just try a little bit more. An extra, like, 20%, I don't think is asking a lot. And then for the skills competition, first of all, I don't know. It, I would not do the jumping around, doing, like, a jumping back and forth between events. It's like, do an event, then it's done, right? Yeah. I'm doing that, right? And the prize for each player, it's a $10,000 donation to a charity of their choice. And then if they don't try... They look like an asshole. Okay. I, I just had an idea, and I think it's a little too extreme. Jeez. All right, let's hear it. Okay. It's very extreme. No, okay. I'm, I'll, I'll tell it to you off air. I, I don't want to. <laughs> well, now I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, I don't know, like there, there, like, there must be a way of really making it mean something. Yeah, I would also, like, I, I the, do... The only one that I can think of that meant something was the MLB All-Star Game. 
back in the day, and I it doesn't you mean got home field. Before, but you got home field advantage for the Stanley Cup or the World Series. I, I, that component could be interesting for me. Yeah, but I think it's easier in baseball because, like, even when you're trying, are you really trying? Like half of baseball isn't has half of baseball not just like eating sunflower seeds on the bench. It's just the lifestyle. It's a nice time. Like it's such a laid back sport that like. And and you want to know what? Like I do think the MLB All Star Game of all four professional sports is by far the best because the the skills competition is essentially just the home run derby. Yeah. How awesome is the home run derby? It's fun. It's it, I. You can't you can't replicate that in any other sport. No, it, baseball is unique in that in the way it, it is as a sport. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it that it kind of it's geared more towards having a good all star game. Not that it it's by no means is it intentional to do that, but um, like, like it, that's that's the tough part is like. How how do you yeah I I don't know what I would do to the NHL All Star Game to to make it more more meaningful more like to force me to tune in more I don't know what I would yeah do. I I, and, I, and again, I like, honestly like, I... like they had a couple ideas like the golf one they had this year and the one they had at the beach was like shooting down surfboards I like those ideas and I think they're good they just need to condense down the footage of that so it's like five minutes long yeah and like I like feel get like yourself an you editor could, you, could, you could exactly but you could also like you could make it more of a of a viewing experience you could make it more of a like I, I i don't know what like how to explain this you can make it like more of a movie and less of a of an event like I don't so, know. I, I almost think I'd go like a different, like I'd also like, you know what I'd do is I'd like pick not, like, not, not like an actual like movie that you, everything's pre-recorded. There would still be very much live stuff, but like just in the, the way of doing it, I feel. I would also find like four players, like one from each division that are like known to have like personality. And I'm just going to give them a camera to go around and like vlog stuff and like do whatever. And use that footage too for like on TV. I, I saw a couple of like of of players doing that like for their teams. How was it? Not good. No, I think you got to really pick the players. Because the, exactly. Like I'm not just handing like a camera to like I don't know someone boring, right? Like I'd pick someone who knows. I, I saw a few clips of Sasha Barkov, and as as much as I love him, he's not he's not a vlogger. No, but like if you gave it to like Matthew Kachuk. Exactly. Right? If Drew Doughty was there, if you gave Drew Doughty like a camera and a mic and said go around interview players, right? Yeah. Do that kind of thing. I think that works really well. I would also make the coaches compete. Oh, that could be good. For absolute no sense, then like I would want to see like I don't know, random coach try to do like a fast lap. Oh, I oh I thought you just meant like a like, I didn't realize you meant like have them put on skates. How are they going to compete otherwise? I don't know. I thought it was just a non like like an off ice competition. 
No, no, like you got four. Well, they could have their own competition too. But I like you got four coaches. You would take like the four big events, like your fastest skater, your hardest shot, your accuracy. And I'd be like, all right, like, here you go, Pete DeBoer. And then you also get as a fan, you get a sense of like, how fast would the every, the everyday man go around the rink? Yeah. You know? That could be good. I think there's there's a few ideas. There's just there's no clear cut solution. And I think it's tough. And I think, you know, you've got to do a lot of trial and error. And it just doesn't seem like the NHL is doing that much trial. They're just going for it. I don't know. And oh, let like if we want to talk about the the three on three for a bit. The best all-star jerseys we've seen in a long time. But let's talk about their practicality. Not I can't tell the difference between the two teams sometimes. Well, they wore the same pants and socks. But what are you doing? Like it just it, it, like the jerseys are beautiful, but it wasn't practical. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's the way I saw it, right? Which is really like the league in a nutshell with some of these things. It's like even if it's nice, it's not practical. Exactly. And yeah. like, don't get me wrong. I would one hundred percent buy one of those jerseys if they were remotely affordable. Oh yeah, they're not. But I like don't buy. I'm buying it just to wear it as a fan. I'm not playing a hockey game against somebody else who's wearing the exact same jersey. Yeah, and I mean overall, like I think I do think they did like with the event itself. I think the event itself was like pretty decent for being what it is. Yeah, and I really I can't really like say. You didn't really yeah. decent or not because I, I at the end of the day I didn't watch it. I was yeah, like it looked nice. Like I think you just need a little bit more buy-in from some of the players, like a couple things to fix. But and it was also cool just seeing like Florida get showcased. Like I know we're biased in that. That was really cool to me. Like there was a lot of Florida theming, and that was really really cool. And it was like it it was it felt authentic. Is what is the word I think I'd use because it was just. It was good to see, and that was that was awesome. Yeah. Did you also see the uh, the Panthers offered uh, Sarah Nurse uh, a job? I did not see that. So she was obviously there. She scored a breakaway goal against Shesterkin, right? Very good hockey player. Yeah. Uh, a Canadian women's hockey player. But they offered her a deal to lead their girls' hockey program in South Florida. Ah, very cool. Which I'm not sure how likely um, that is, but um, that would be really cool. I think you know that would be like she she would be she would yeah that would be really cool. Yeah, well, I thought yeah, that was I, I thought that was kind of an interesting a, she, a cool move. She doesn't play in the PHF, right? No, she plays she in the PWHPA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, see, that, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that they've got to figure that out. I, I think that you could you could do a lot if you had a legitimate number one women's hockey league in North America. Yeah, and that like that could be a whole that podcast episode that, itself. That like honestly, like, and and I think Gary Bettman just celebrated his. 30 years at the helm of of the NHL. And that's that's honestly something that I I hate that they didn't do. Yeah. Because I think that's such a wasted opportunity. I think that 
the NBA did it so freaking well with the WNBA. Like, like, don't get me wrong. It's not easy. It's complicated. And there's going to be a lot of issues. And, and it's right going to take the, time. Right now, the main issue with the WNBA is... Um, so right now, I don't know if you follow the WNBA at all, but it's free agency right now. And the, the big the big question and i i think they're the commissioner of the wnba her name is 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 skipping my mind but she one of the smartest smart people in sports is they're they're trying to figure out the the charter flights right yes they 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 fly they fly um commercial um they're they're trying to figure out a uh and it would cost about 25 million dollars a year uh for the entire league to charter flights for regular season and playoffs. Um, but like there, there's going to be issues like that that arise, but we don't know what the issues are for the, the, the women's national hockey league, right? Which really that's, that's where we should be going is the WNHL in my opinion, and have teams be active stakeholders in that. Yeah. Um, that, that That's the one thing that, Gary Bettman has not done in his tenure that I really, I, I don't like because I think it's such a wasted opportunity. I agree with you. And I think, and, you and, and like, I think that that has such a powerful trickle down effect for the grassroots programs. Like the Panthers are trying to do, like, can you imagine if the Panthers, you know, had, there was a women's team they they could partner with to do this. Oh, I, and I think, yeah, I think it would be great. I, I'm not saying put, Put a team in every single NHL city, and like you can start with ten, but at least try. Yeah, that, and I think that's like what kind of pissed me pissed me off is like he never even tried. No, they really just didn't care. And they still don't. No, that, but that's it's really frustrating. It is because it is it's a big missed opportunity. I think for everyone, right? Like everyone loses. Exactly. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, well, I, I sorry, I didn't mean to go off track with that. I, you brought up Sariners and like kind of grassroots programs, and and yeah, that's just reminded me of Gary Betzman thirty years because I yeah. read an article earlier today, earlier. I think it was earlier oh, this month. Are you ready? Might have been in January. Are you ready for the smoothest transition ever? Let's do it. So we're talking about Sarah Nurse, right? Yeah, and she's related to Donovan McNabb, yeah. who played quarterback in the Her NFL, uncle, right? her uncle i think so yeah i think so played quarterback in the nfl very famous for what team the philadelphia eagles eagles which but you know i'm a giants fan i don't even know why you bring this up why am i bringing this up well i know why you're bringing this up but i'd rather you don't bring this up with the eagles in mind but because the eagles are playing in the super bowl next sunday and our good friends over at DraftKings sportsbook Oh boy, do they have an offer for you? Hold on, it's loading. Hold on. I'm at, oh my goodness. What happened? Oh my God, I lost the app. You gotta improv it. I'm not improving it. I never improv <laughs> these things. I can barely read the script. Okay. There was such a good segue, too. What a shame. All right. Speaking of the Eagles, Donovan Mavis, Sarah Nurse, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need 
New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet, prop bet will be boosted. Um, we'll talk about our you know, some predictions uh, after this. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can get, bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Noah, the Super Bowl. I know you're excited. I'm excited. Let's go back to last week or a couple, a few weeks ago when we did predictions for conference final for NFL. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. How'd I would just go? like to point out that I went 0 for 2 and you went 2 and 0. Oh, damn right. That bounce for me. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like, you just don't know ball. I Neither went with I. the emotional picks. I think that's why. Well, yeah, I could have done that too. I would have picked the Bengals too. But all right, Super Bowl. Um, For prop bets, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm taking the under on the anthem. I'm going with the last song Rihanna plays being Run This Town. Okay, I actually, I heard I heard Jacob Barker, a friend of our show, earlier talking about these bets. So Yeah, we listened to them in the car. Yeah. Always the under on the anthem. And Gatorade, I believe Jacob Barker went with blue. I'm going with orange. Uh, you got any, you got, you got anything lined up? What are you thinking? I won't make any bets because I, I, I got locked out of my Betway account because it still thinks I live in Ontario, but every time I try and log in, it sees that I'm not in Ontario and it's like, you can't bet there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, it's a, it's a mess. Um, but the one bet I would make heads or tails, hammerheads. I, that's it's egregious. All the it's, way. It's tails. It's just. It's always heads. I'll bet you. Okay, you locked in your bet. I bet you five dollars right now. It's tails. Okay. Put five dollars on it. tails. All right. Perfect. Okay. You got five on heads. Yep. All right. Um. Score prediction for it. Uh. I will go. It's gonna be a tough one. I can't. Obviously, like this is a very biased prediction because I, I just in in my right mind, I can't pick the Eagles in any universe. So it's going to be a Kansas City win and I'll go exact score. I'll go. Twenty seven to twenty four. Kansas City. Twenty seven to twenty four. 27 to 24. Okay, here's my prediction. And I'm going to start off by saying, should my prediction be correct? To all the listeners of the podcast, I'm not going to put it in the tweet, but when I tweet out that we have the new episode up, if you like or retweet that post and my bet hits, I will pick one person and buy them a Florida Panthers reverse retro jersey player of their choice. Okay. If... This prediction hits. How much money did you put in on put on? I this? haven't bet on it yet, but I will. What's going to be the return? I don't know. Okay. I'm hoping the amount of a reverse retro jersey, to be honest. Because I didn't even I didn't even math this out. I just thought of this on the fly. 
<laughs> All right, but we're not. I'm not going to put that in the tweet though. So you got. We'll know if you've listened to the episode. Um, we'll tweet it out. You like the like the post. You retweet it. Whatever. Entered for a chance to win a reverse retro jersey. Should this bet hit, I'm going. 37-34 Chiefs. Can you please explain why? Why? I mean, on one side of the ball, you got Patrick Mahomes. Somebody it, somebody told me they saw like this fake account that like was supposedly had seen the script for the season and that's the way it ended. Yeah, I saw that too. That's why I'm picking. Okay, okay, that's why you're picking. Okay, I just wanted to make clear that's why you were picking. Well, yeah, it, it's the weak script. That's that's fair. I but I think I think the Eagles are gonna win. I don't want it to happen and I will I would I don't but I think I think they have the better team. I think they do, and I do have some friends and family that live in Philadelphia, and I know they'd be very happy for them to win. But I'm a Seahawks fan. I'm not happy if I'm not happy. No one can be happy. I and I don't think anyone's happy if the Chiefs win. Except for diehard Chiefs fans, if people know any. I think very casual fans will be happy that Mahomes won. Why? Mahomes is kind of a big, he's a big presence. He's Although, won one already. Man, his, his, like, his, his brother. Is he married? His wife and his brother? They have, like, just, they're just, should quit social media. I know. He, well, Mahomes gets so much hate because of that. Yeah. That's, you can't forget about that. I know. And you combine that with Juju Smith Schuster and his TikTok dances. And it's like, who's rooting for this team? Exactly. How can anybody root for this team? I'd only root for like Andy Reid to win over his former team. Would be fun. Yeah, because he got fired from the Eagles. Exactly. What a mistake. I mean, not really. They're back in the Super Bowl. But um, that's my prediction. And we'll see if it comes true. That's next Sunday. So we probably won't have an episode next week because I don't think we'll yeah. be in proper condition to record. I'm doing dry Feb, so I actually will be, but I. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's the shortest month. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> I know. I might do dry February. I'm doing it with a few coworkers, and then we're gonna we're gonna make it big on March second or third, whatever that Saturday is. Just undo. Just okay. Just I like it. Completely wreck. Any progress made? We built. I saw one. This is so unrelated, by the way. I saw one like TikTok the other day, and it was this woman, and they, she did, like, she was like, "Uh, what's happened with my husband and I for being like sober for like, I think it was is like this four a Reddit? months." Is this a Reddit one? No, no, it was like a, no. it was like, it was like an actual like someone posted okay. this like seriously, okay. and it was like changes after like my husband and I stopped like drinking for like four months, and it was like number one. We saved like twenty thousand dollars, and I was like, "How much were you drinking?" <laughs> what? Oh no! Like I don't, I don't even drink much. Like I'll have maybe, I might have two to three drinks a week, and those are usually on the same evening. Yeah, and I think it really like it. It depends on the week. Like obviously, for Super Bowl, it'd be a little bigger. The Super Bowl, it's different. It doesn't count. I mean, you're still doing yours, but. I just thought that that was an unreal TikTok. I was like, I stopped watching after that. I was like, this is, like, what is happening? I thought you were going, like, I thought this was one of those, like, because I, I, I do love those. I don't know if they're TikToks. I've seen, because I don't, I don't really, I don't scroll on TikTok. I, I very much like the YouTube. Um, shorts. Shorts. I do. I, I like those. 
Yeah, you would be a YouTube shorts guy. I just TikTok like I I already go on YouTube, so you're already there. Exactly. Like one stop shop. On t- like exactly. It's like I feel like I'm wasting too much time if I go on TikTok. So I just I no. Um but there's a lot of like am I the asshole Reddit posts oh, I love that are those. just like phenomenal um, robot voiceover. Yeah, there's a phenomenal. I thought I thought that's where you were going. No, no, second. this was like this I was like, like, an actual... I was like those are those are phenomenal. No, those like, are phenomenal. You see everything. But once and again, usually, usually, spoiler alert, they are the asshole. If you have to ask if you're the asshole, you probably are. No, there was one where like absolutely. But there's wasn't a few, there's a few where like it's like serious. Why are you asking this? Like you're clearly right. I know it's like you're clearly a victim of bullying. Like, <laughs> like this could be like a, a criminal thing. Like, what are you talking about? Are you it's like honestly? I think he dodged a bullet on this one. <laughs> oh no, those are fantastic. Uh, uh, okay, okay, I think okay. But Super Bowl coming up. Uh, obviously, the adequately sidetracked. Yeah, sweet sidetrack. And you wanted to keep this episode under half an hour, oh, which yeah. we did not do. No. no. Um, but Panthers, obviously. Game's starting back up this week. They play tomorrow against Tampa Bay. We are, you know, this is kind of, it's not the midpoint of the season because we're past that. Yeah. But it is kind of like, it kind of feels like that. With the big break they've just had, it kind of feels like the second half of the season. Because obviously there was, you know, the holiday break and then this, and now it's kind of just go, go, go till the end of the season. What are you hoping to see? Like the, the next stepping stone is March. Straight deadline day. Yeah, second, third, something like that. Early yeah. March. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, they got 30 games left, 54 points so far. What are you hoping to see from the Panthers down the stretch here? A playoff push, hopefully. Well, that that'd be um, ideal. Yeah, I guess best case scenario is you finish like if you don't make the playoffs, you want to finish in not the bottom twelve. So you guarantee Montreal doesn't possibly get a top three pick it's also ideal or, or can they get a top three pick or would it be a top two it's a top two pick eh because the the last place team is guaranteed to pick minimum third yeah i'm not sure that i think they changed that um but i guess it could still be top three if the last place team were to get one or two anyways um yeah i'm looking for a playoff push but Goaltending, I think, is it's going to come down to goaltending. I think, I think goaltending is going to be Duke's going to be back, back, but you need you need your two you need your two goalies. Right, to be and it is nice that they've had this bit of a break to hopefully get healthier. Yeah, get closer to coming back. I think for me, right away, like the push has got to start now. Like you want to see them, you want to get off to a good start after this break. You want to start picking up some wins. Um. You know, you don't want it. Like, you drop the – like, I really think you want – you need to win that one against Tampa tomorrow. And then you just got to keep building on that. Um, Really just try to get some momentum going. It's all about momentum. Because they were building some before the break, but the break kind of is a reset for everyone. And I think now you want to just really just start grinding away, getting back to, you know, playing some good hockey. You want to see – I want to see the intensity from the team. You know, I don't want to see blown leads. I don't want to see, you know, you go down a couple goals. You're not fighting to come back. Like you want to see some spirit. 
some determination from the team, even if it's a loss, obviously you hope it's a win. Um, and that starts obviously tomorrow is the lightning and then they're kind of day on day off for um, the next little while here. The other important thing to me, obviously the, you, the health is huge. The health of the players getting guys back healthy is so, so important if they're going to make mm-hmm. a push here. But other than the Tampa Bay game, they've got six games after that, seven games after that, not against a divisional opponent. Which is, I think, has pros and cons, obviously, against divisional opponents. Yeah, like, they become more important. Divisional opponent games are worth double. Right, because you're taking points away from them. Right. So that from that point of view it's going to be tough because you know you know who else is making a push ottawa okay well i mean they're in a similar position as florida in terms of like making a push but probably not going to make it yeah then they're going to drop like eight in a row never believe the hype (laughs) i don't believe in that team team barely has an owner well, hopefully they get a new one, and hopefully his name is Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, be elite. That'd be so funny. We see what he did with Wrexham. They managed to tie Southampton. The, was it Southampton? Um, three no. three in the FA Cup. Yeah, they tied me. It was a big, big result. Yeah, like like and and seeing him and how he like interacts with that team, it'd be really cool to see him in an NHL. Um position and maybe he's like what it takes to get Ottawa to build a downtown arena. Um yeah. but until then, don't believe the hype in this team. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> right? That's just all right. So it's tough. But yeah, I, no, no, the, no. The, but the, it, they're worth gobble few, those games. There's gonna be a few teams pushing, right? Is is my right like Buffalo's pushing, Florida's pushing, right? Ottawa's but, pushing. But like you gotta remember that like Panthers, you're looking at a wild card spot now. You're probably not looking at a division spot. Is now all conference games become worth double points? But still, even in the next six, it's Washington. It's the only one. Well, yeah, that's just tough then. So riddle me that. But I do think, like, as much as it, like, those six point games are like huge and big opportunities to pick up points right, against your own division. I think it also does, though, give Florida, like, an opportunity to just kind of, you know, get in that room and say, let's just take care of our business, right? You know, don't worry about what other teams are doing. Just focus on our games, winning our games, right? The teams you're going up against, you're not competing directly for playoff spots with. So just take care of your own business first. Don't leave it up to other teams and their results. And just see what you can kind of do to close the gap a bit. Is I think, yeah, kind of how you have to approach it. And like when saying that too, that there's some not great teams in the mix there that yeah. they'll be like, coming up. It's going to be really interesting because, as I said, the Atlantic, the division, uh, division teams are already set. Like Toronto and Tampa can already start pre-scouting themselves for the the the, the yeah. first round. We already know they're going to play each other. Yeah. Now um, it's. It's just going to be about who gets uh, home ice advantage for them, and then like the metro is going to is is much much more wide, much more open. Although 
like it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for Washington or Pittsburgh to catch up to those teams. It will be, yeah. And then yeah, you, you throw in the Islanders who are for some reason. Um yeah. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, like it's definitely gonna be a push here. I also think it's hugely important to just you kind of use it as a stretch to gauge what you're gonna do with the trade deadline, right? Mm-hmm. Like if this team just starts dropping games left, right, and center. They don't look like they're a playoff team. You're not going to do anything at the deadline. Maybe you start shopping a couple guys to clear up some cap room. But if you start like the they're in, they're in a place where their trade deadline could go any which way, depending exactly. on how these next couple weeks go. Right? You could be buyer if you know you you pick up six seven wins. Now you're looking like buyers. You drop some. I don't know. Sell off some guys if you can. You also mentioned the Islanders in the mix for a playoff spot. Yeah, do, and, do you want to talk about it now? Well, yeah, I think this will be the last thing we'll talk about on this one. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll yeah. call it. But uh, Bo Horvat getting dealt to the New York Islanders, just to recap. First of big, all, we can talk about the trade first, and then because we that, that all happened, and then the extension. All right, initial impression, who do you think wins that trade? Both? Like, I think it's a case where both teams win. I think... Um, you know, with the like, regardless of the the extension, like, like, uh, sorry, regardless of the um, the amount of the extension, um, I think the the Islanders win because they get the best player by far in that deal. Uh, because I don't think the 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 first like I I don't know we can't predict what the first rounder is going to pan out to be. Uh, but like Beauvillier has solidified himself as his third liner for the Islanders. Like that's those are the numbers he's putting up. Uh, Turati has probably not panned out quite as well as you wanted him to at this point in his career. Although I do think his Liga numbers are very promising. He's been like good his this pro- year, he's like half a point per pl- per game in the A. Yeah, the tough league. Tough, tough league. He's gotten the yeah, some NHL games under his belt. He scored a goal. Yeah, like I, I, I don't think Aturati's quite at the the level that you want him to be. But I, I think that also has to do with uh, like sample size and just like if you look at his Liga progression stats, he like it was like it took him three seasons and he was a bona fide like best player in the league. Yeah, he's a good player. Like he is a good player, but like, and the way Vancouver put it is, they got three first rounders. Yeah, I, 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 guess. I don't think so. I don't think so. My well, thing for me is, I would be I, inclined, I, but but I think Vancouver wins the trade because they got rid of Bo Horvat sooner rather than later, and they yeah. got a no, and they got an appropriate return. See, like I would, I, I like I would look at this as a win for the Islanders if they weren't the Islanders. That's it to me. Like, I think, the to me, the Canucks win this one. A, like, you know, you weren't able to get an extension done with Horvat, so you move him, you get a good return, right? The first rounder, I think, is decent. I like Aturati. Um, Anthony Bovillier, I'm curious to see what he can do in a less defense-oriented system. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Islanders, they just have a lot of money tied up right now and a lot of old players that are, like, kind of meh. And Lula Amarello, it's like, if your GM signs a contract and then comes out and says it was too much money and too much term, 
two hours after. Two hours after, which is what Lou Lamorello did. As a the, fan, the extension, can't... by the way, eight by eight and a half. So yeah. eight years, eight and a half million dollar AV, and it's literally every single year he gets paid eight and a half million. There's no front front loading or back lo- or yeah, back like loading. I don't think it's like the worst contract I've ever seen. And I preferred over JT Miller's contract, if that's a bar to be cleared. Um, but like, I don't love it. it don't, it's like great. It's, like I... Bo Horvat is 28 years old. He is having a career season this year. So there's a lot of recency bias. He's shooting way above his regular shooting percentage. Like the when statistically speaking, you'd probably classify this season so far as an outlier. And to base an entire eight-year contract off an outlier season... When they're 28. When they're 28. That's that, that's the tough part, right? And you want to know what? If in four seasons, Lou, if Lou is still there, manages to trade Bo Horvat for a third-round pick, I think it's a good contract for Lou. I think it it becomes a bad contract if he finishes the contract in the with the Islanders. Yeah, for me, I I, I agree with Lou. I do think it's too yeah, much money and too much term. Of course, it is. Like, I think I think this is a great deal if it's seven by six. Seven years, six million AV. No, seven million six years. I think that, I think anything below eight, seven and a half, seven, I can live with that. Yeah, um, like, but if you're an Islanders fan, like, you cannot feel great about this contract if your own GM doesn't like it. That's just the reality of it. If the yeah. person who signed the deal, who's known for giving out too much money and too much term, says he gave out too much money and too much term, if it's like this is too much even for him, this is bad. I think this was the third mo- biggest contract he's given out. Um, Kovalchuk. And... He plays on the Islanders. Barzell. Barzell. How did Kovalchuk? Turn out? Okay, real quick, just random question. Kovalchuk, Hall of Famer, yes or no? He had some style. I know it's really unrelated. Kovalchuk Atlanta. Actually, you know what? I think starting now, I'm gonna end. I'd have up to eat. look that up. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, we don't really. Read it. I think you know. No, just just quick answer for me. Yes, because it's the Hockey Hall of Fame, not the NHL Hall of Fame, and he balled in the K. But I think we're gonna introduce a new segment on this podcast where we end each episode where I'm just gonna throw a player at you and say Hall of Fame, yeah, or nay. That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> and we talk I mean... about it for like. A minute. You know, if if Kobe, if Kovalchuk manages to, if he managed to play a thousand games in the NHL, I think you, you would, we'd be having a much different conversation. Well, Unfortunately, yeah. he's he's at nine twenty six, and that's not changing. At nine twenty six. Yeah. Like, like he's not playing another NHL game, is what I'm saying. You don't think? No. Do you? No. I'm just curious. Okay. 
I mean, um, it's like, a really I, excellent. I think, I think the decision is is different. If you know, if he if he plays a thousand NHL games, but he balled out in the K for sure. Did you know he won MVP of the Gargan Cup playoffs in 2015, I but refused to. Ex- Gagarin. Gagarin? Gagarin? It's how. Whatever. Gagarin? <laughs> I don't know. But he refused to accept it and passed it to Evgeny Dadnov. How's that working out for Evgeny? Good player. I mean, all rookie team, couple all Evgeny teams. was good for the Panthers. And then. Uh, hmm. He's got a Rocket Richard. He's got a Karlamov trophy as top Russian player in the NHL. I, I think that's one of those that it might not be first ballot. No, but also Olympic gold medal. World Championship gold medal, two of them. World Championship MVP. World Championship best forward. World Championship leading score. World Championship goal scoring leader. Tied for... So, I mean... I, I think that's an interesting one. Looking forward right. to the... Uh, Alright, so real quick, just yes or no. Ilya Kovalchuk, Hall of Fame. Are you going to go... If you go yes, I'll go no. Well, then I'm going to go yes, because I love it like a cool truck. Okay, I'll go no. I'm going to go yes, but I agree with you, not first ballot. Yeah. But, yeah, hey, fun. Yeah, fun. Well, yeah, we'll start doing that for now. I don't think of a new player every week. Someone that's borderline. Um, But, yeah, I think that does it for this one. Thank you so much to everyone tuning and listening. We appreciate it, as always. And we'll be back, not next week, but the week after, talking more Panthers hockey talk about the Super Bowl and that Chiefs win. And yeah, should be a lot of fun. And we'll see you all then. Back on top.